Las Vegas, famous, fabulous playground of the West. A wide open town that never goes to sleep. Vegas! Vegas, baby, Vegas! You're either in or you're out. Right now. My best mates are going to Las Vegas this weekend. I'm told it's incredible. Las Vegas, here we go! Pack your bags and get ready. You're going to Vegas with someone who knows Vegas inside and out. This is Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi, the podcast. Well, if you're a regular in Las Vegas, you know in casinos, there's no clocks. You have no idea what time it is, but you do. But you do, because we're affected by daylight savings time the same way everybody across the country is. And we're going to talk about it with somebody who knows and has thought a lot about this. Her name is Christine Heronic. She's a three-time champion fitness competitor and author of the new book, Unlock the Macro Type. We'll talk a little about that later. But, Christine, great to have you here. So, it looks like the Senate unanimously passed a bill that'll make the daylight savings time permanent this actually makes a bigger difference in people's lives than just being an annoyance twice a year right it absolutely does and thank you so much for having me today it's a pleasure to be here um you know daylight savings time with it shifting back and forth it does have impacts on the body and one of the first things is that it will help keep your circadian rhythms in balance if we do away with it. And, you know, when we revolve around light as humans and our circadian rhythms control our body's appetite, our mood, our immune system, our sleep cycle, our blood pressure, our internal temperature, and so much more. And, you know, shifting times, like changing when you're eating, all that good stuff, I mean, it is a disaster for your circadian rhythms, and even an hour difference can have a profound negative impact. Well, I understand even, like, when it comes to sleep and so forth, people have problems sometimes if they're working, like, a uh, late-night shift, and then they switch the next day. So I guess this is just another case. The body really likes a, a regular flow, right? doesn't like to be upset. Absolutely. The body loves routine when it comes to this. And, you know, especially people who are shift workers or people who are kind of out of balance with that natural daylight schedule can really find themselves out of whack and struggling with their health as a result. Talk about health. And you're absolutely right. I was shocked to read in a press release you guys put out that this actually uh, can raise your chance by doing this, raise your chance of a heart attack. Therefore, this would actually lower that by uh, something very simple that uh, would not only be uh, just convenient, but it actually does have that effect. How does that work? So reducing and just doing away with daylight savings time, it does lower your risk of heart attack. And a study presented by the American College of Cardiology found that a 25 increase in heart attacks were prevalent on the Monday after daylight saving times began. And in addition, another study found that the risk of stroke is 8% higher on the two subsequent days following the time change. And, you know, this data is something that we shouldn't ignore. No, and in fact... uh have we known this for a long time? Because, you know, I've my entire life I've heard people be annoyed by this. And nobody seems to, until now anyway, seems to be taking this seriously. But if you're talking like that and those percentages are, are out there and we know it, why are we risking it? I mean, I, I it wasn't this whole thing, uh, Christine, really set up because of farming? Exactly. Yeah, we were, we were a rural uh, country at that point. Yeah, when we were, you know, based more around like an agrarian society, I mean, that was definitely something that was more prominent. But with the Industrial Revolution, and especially the way that, you know, 
commerce is handled today, it's not as vital a factor as it once was about a century ago. Now, another thing that it affects, and this kind of surprised me, was this actually, if we get rid of this, will improve our appetite. Now, why is that? So improving your appetite is because, you know, if you abruptly start eating meals an hour earlier or later, that's going to throw off your body's hormone levels. Specifically, every time you eat, your body has an insulin spike. So some people end up splurging shortly after that initial time change. And as a result, that can cause a myriad of other health problems. And the reason for that is your body has a longer wind, a longer feeding window where you're having these more insulin spikes over a longer duration of the day. And, you know, keeping a stable time year round will help prevent this from happening. You're talking about stability and so forth. Is that something in your work you try to tell people not only about this, but just in general? It sounds like the body is much better, like we were talking about before, when it's used to a regular activity, the way we eat and so forth. Scheduling sounds like it's kind of a, a good idea. It's not something we should be moving around all the time. Agreed. And, you know, scheduling, having a routine for your sleep, having a routine for your movement, and having a window of when you're going to eat, having those three things anchored down can really help establish a healthy lifestyle. I think it's when one of those three variables or with all of them at the same time compounding being mixed up, that's when we really start to um, introduce additional challenges with our health. Well, one more thing you talk about, and I think maybe it might be the most important of all, uh, is mental health improvement. And I've kind of always felt that way cause, because over a long lifetime, you start thinking about it, people do struggle. And it's not just that immediate day. It takes a while before you get back into the swing of things. You know, twice a year we go through this thing. So this will actually, uh, on the long haul, help our mental health overall. Yeah, so the mental health improvement, I mean, is is very profound. The power of your mind can have a wonderful impact on your well-being. Something as simple as just not being groggy from that abrupt change in your time, as well as just having prolonged exposure to the sun, even by as much as an hour, you know, there's important vitamins, and it really definitely helps, you know, with, with mental health and physical benefits as well. So what are the next steps? It's through the Senate, and now we want to get it through the House. Do you think it's going to happen? It kind of looks like that. I mean, I hope we could all agree on something. It would be a first (laughs) step forward. And I think that something this simple um, could have a profound impact, and it would just simplify life for a lot of folks. Well, I think that sounds great. Before we let you go, though, I want to tell people a little about you. You've got a fascinating background. You've got a company that you started in 2013 called Gage Life, and Before we even get to what that does, let's talk about you. You're also a chemist, so not only do you know fitness and you're a champion yourself, and that obviously involves nutrition and exercise, but uh, you're also an award-winning chemist, so I guess that must be just an overall fit. You're always thinking about the things, the way we can improve our performances and so forth. Absolutely. So my training is in chemical and biological engineering. I have experience in the biotech field for over 10, 15 years in food science before I ever, you know, got into the health and wellness industry. And that information is very valuable because I look at things more objectively, not based off of pop culture trends and fads, based off of the chemistry of what your body functionally needs. And it allows me to help people in a science-based way. And I've been making YouTube videos for over a decade now. And, you know, YouTube was really where I began to realize just how many questions people have about health and fitness. And it just allowed me to you know, my knowledge 
And, you know, on top of all of that, you know, I've been writing this book, Unlock Your Macro Type, for the last seven years. And it allowed me to take all of that information and simplify it. So that way people can experience a self-discovery journey with regards to the best way they should be feeling their unique bodies. Well, your YouTube channel's gotten over 25 million views, so obviously people are interested in it. And I think we're all looking for something. I mean, you must, with, with dealing, I, I think you say you've uh, helped over 40,000 women transform their bodies. And I'm thinking, mm-hmm. yeah, it's one of those things as somebody who has struggled with weight all my life. I know this affects every part of your life, so it's important. And and I know for myself, I appreciate instead of the, the fads and the kind of the junk appeals, really just a kind of a simple thing of how science works, how this works, and what's best for you. It, it strikes me as your approach is to treat people uh like there's smart people, there's no scam here. Let's talk about this. Let's look at the way this works. Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm not about quick fixes or fads. And the fastest way to lose weight is to do it slowly. Any any short term weight loss that one may experience, you have to really consider the quality of that weight. If you're just losing water weight, if you're just losing muscle, that's not something you're going to actually be able to sustain. You're not going to have a good relationship with food. Your energy levels are going to be low and your metabolism is going to be shot as a result. And, you know, that might be fine in your teens and 20s for some folks who don't really care. But, you know, as we approach our 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s and beyond, people really need sustainable solutions that are, that's going to have them you know, mentally alert. It's not going to throw off their metabolism, their hormones, and just having them doing something that's sustainable. So what I do is I provide solutions, helping figure people figure out what's going to be best for them based off of their specific biochemistry. And in my book, I have quizzes that help me figure out what your carb tolerance level is and to help you unlock your macro type, which is a bio-individual way to gauge the best way to fuel your body. Some people do best being fat-fueled, some people do best being carb-fueled. Other people do best being protein-fueled. I'm a protein-fueled macro type, and, you know, it works very well for me. I have other clients, you know, who do best on a more fat-fueled approach and so on. This is fantastic. I, I think, folks, this is good news because I've always felt a lot of people say, you know, it's calories in, calories out, and that's all there is to it. Then you talk to people on the carb side, and they go, no, it's just this. You count that. I'm glad to hear you say that because – I know there are there are some people that can sit there and eat all day and they don't seem to gain weight and other people eat it just like a one little step over where they should and boom, the weight comes on. So you're saying the really way, we all do it differently. The key, I guess, and your book can help with that, is finding out what that is for you. Is it an involved thing or is it, is it a trial and error thing? How do, how do you figure that out? A lot of it comes from being in tune with your body and being aware of how you feel as a result of different situations. A perfect example would be, you know, after you consume starchy carbs, how long is it until you feel hungry again? Is it the type of thing where you eat a carb and all of a sudden like this hunger signal awakes in you and it never goes away? Are you fine after two to four hours or are you the type of person who just literally forgets to eat? And those signals actually mean something. So I take people down like a journey of where I ask these types of pointed questions that, you know, you don't necessarily need blood work in front of you to answer these questions. It's just going to be a matter of listening to your body and seeing which one actually describes you. Boy, I love that. Now, what do you tell somebody, and you mentioned 30s, 40s, but when you get to the 60s and beyond, 
people have had a long life, and most of us, people that have struggled with this, have really failed over and over and over. So is it possible for people uh, that are older like that to, to finally find that at a later time in life? And I, I guess at that point, you're not so much worried about how you, how you look as much as, hey, you want to be as healthy as you can be. And the answer is 100% yes. And regardless of age, I find that a lot of people end up needing to reestablish their new normal. They need to relearn food because there's two ends of the spectrum where sometimes people are like, I don't care. I'm going to just eat whatever. I'm going to, you know, do me. You only live once. And then on the other end of the spectrum, I have people who look at this as managed starvation. Neither is a sustainable solution. We need to be more aware of the chemical breakdown of food and how it affects our bodies. And you do not need to be a rocket scientist to understand this, but you do need to, you know, know what to look for on nutrition facts labels. You do need to know, okay, what nutrients does my body need? Because there's a gap. There's a gap between what you're currently eating and a gap between what your body functionally needs. And when you close that gap, you're not hungry. You're not starving. You actually feel amazing. And having people realize that there's a gap there and once you close that, it's it's literally like you're seeing for the first time, as, as crazy as that sounds. Well, you know, Christine, I think what you're doing, and I know people that are listening to this are probably thinking the same way I am, you take the fear out of it. Because I think a lot yeah. of people, are fr- they're afraid of food, they're afraid mm-hmm. of exercise. Not only do they not care for it, but then they're afraid, oh, I'm going to do too much and hurt myself, or I'm not doing enough, I'm not going to get any result. And you're looking at this practically, and boy, what, what a pleasure it is to approach a real problem and, and, and approach it like a scientist instead of... Uh, you know, crazy thing looking for this magic pill that I, I think in our lifetimes isn't going to come where you just take the pill and everything's fine. It, it's not, it, it doesn't exist. And I think a lot of people acknowledge that it doesn't. You know, this is not a fad. This is not a quick fix. This is giving you practical tools to truly understand yourself. It's a journey in self discovery. This book isn't about, hey, this is the Christine way of doing things. No, this is, hey, why don't you read this, go through the quizzes, see where you fit. And a lot of people really appreciate feeling seen in a new way because, you know, some people think that it's them. They think it's their, their genetics. They think that they failed in some, some terrible way that's, like, not repairable. But the reality is any diet that you failed on, you didn't fail. The diet failed you because it was not built for your macro type. I think it's a great opportunity for people to take a different approach. The book is called Unlock Your Macro Type. And Christine, where can we get it? Amazon, everywhere else? Yes, you guys can find it on Amazon, hardcover, ebook, audiobook, you know, Target, Barnes and Noble, Walmart, uh, BJ's Wholesale, everywhere books are sold. Perfect. And you're on YouTube, the channel. What do we look up to find your channel? Yes. You guys can look up Gage Girl Training, G-A-U-G-E, Girl Training. I'm on Instagram, Gage Girl Training, TikTok, Gage Girl Training. You guys can check me out on GageGirlTraining.com. And finally, your website. Yes, um, GageGirlTraining.com, or you can also check out my supplements, GageLife.com. There you go. Okay, that's fantastic. All worth our time. Christine, thank you so much. I'd love to get you on again sometime. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure, and I would love to. 